What's up, 88.9 The Bridge? It's Sam Orndorff from the clubhouse, joined with my wonderful history teacher, Mr. Puhala. Mr. Puhala, how are you doing? Hello. Pretty good. <laughs> All right, Mr. Puhala, I had a few questions for you. How did you get into the teaching environment? Like, what inspired you to become that? Like, Sure. I mean, that's an interesting question. Um, I was canning salmon in Valdez, Alaska, in the summer of 1997, I think. Wow. And I just woke up and I said, why am I working 16-hour shifts in this sweatshop when I have a brain? Um, and that, that that's what immediately sent me to Seattle U to the grad program to get my master's in teaching. Um, but to be fair, the, the long story, I, I think I always was attracted to teaching, maybe partly because I, I loved high school. It was mm -hmm. an awesome experience for me. Um, I loved learning. I I did well in school academically, so I think that probably fed my self-esteem and made me feel positive about, about learning in general. Uh, and so I think in the back of my mind, I always had the idea that I, I, I'd like to go into teaching. Mm. Um, and so it was just uh, wasn't until my late 20s that I realized that um, I did have a calling of sorts. Were you born in Alaska or No, I'm I'm from the East Coast. I just happened to be up there. It sounded romantic, go to Alaska and work in salmon canneries. Um mm. it's not very romantic. Yeah. I mean, I I have that calling for uh being a cowboy, you know. I've talked about it in class, you know. I, I bring up random subjects like how many acres a cow needs for grass and all that. So It's hard work. It's hard work, you know. And I respect that. That's uh, that's really cool. Never knew that about you. I don't think even my sister knew that about you when she had you. Um, I mean, you've been working here for how long? Uh, I think this is my twenty fourth year. Wow! And then you know you so you student teached at I student taught up at Shorewood High School in Shoreline. Uh, that was, I went to the Seattle University Masters in Teaching program, um, and actually before I went to Alaska, I knew I, I had done a, a lots of other things. I was in social services for a few years, working with people with AIDS and uh, homeless populations. Um, I was a bike messenger for a year, uh, and I r realized that actually I really enjoyed my brain, using my brain, and um, was interested in that. And so I, I went back to University of Washington to take a year of classes, history classes, and explore the options. Um, and then that summer was when I went to Alaska, and it made me realize that uh, I didn't want to wait around or go through some lengthy grad school process. I wanted uh, to be in the classroom soon, as soon as possible, um, which led me to the, the the program at Seattle U. And so that just like drives you every day. I mean, like you you bring in an amazing like I don't know energy into that class. I mean, we're all pretty boring people. You know, sixty people in one class, pretty much half sleep. Oh, <laughs> and he whips out this. Clearly, I bring energy if half the class is asleep. Uh, no, you, I, I don't see the class as boring at all. I think that's one of the joys of teaching high school is uh, the energy mm -hmm. and the optimism um, that you'll find, you know, at, at, in this age range for sure. Um, uh, so your your question, I'm, I, I don't. I, what was your question, Sam? So I mean, like, how how does like every day you wake up mm -hmm. and you bring so much energy to that class. Sure. I mean, right now, do you still have your constitution, your small uh, constitution? I do, I, I put it on the table before I left because I'm gonna bike home and- uh, Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, in terms of the energy, I, I mean, 
the part of it is is necessary. I mean that you you've probably been in. I know you've been in dozens and dozens, probably hundreds of classrooms in mm-hmm. your in your uh, many years of schooling. Uh, and it's good to have some energy. And sometimes students can bring that energy. And sometimes a teacher has to to bring some energy into the classroom. Um, so part of it's intentional, the bringing mm-hmm. of energy. Part of it is just, I mean, I I get I geek out on on history and learning, and I. I I do get excited. It's it's exciting stuff to think about the past and to think about what's going on in the world today, um, to deliberate controversial issues, to dig into an argument. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, there's still the light bulb that goes off when I read histories. You know, I'm on my own at night. Like I was reading a history of Cuba, and I just like, oh, the, the joy of discovering things. Like, oh, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and things start making sense. And, and I think that that delight in making uh, of 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 these these epiphanies and these realizations um, is is one motivation for teaching to to be able to share that delight to help other people have that light bulb go off or to help other people through hard work make the the difficult thing easy you know what it may have been difficult for example to write an argument that's several pages long, mm-hmm. um, but to work and work at that, and then to produce uh, uh, an essay that uh, that you as a student f- uh, enjoy and feel comfortable with and are proud of, um, that's something that's worth doing. Mm-hmm. So with Mr. Lahiri, which is the English teacher that he co's, co-pairs with, how long have you been teaching with him? And like, how, how do you... How... That's, a, that's a great question. That's a great relationship. Uh, we go back a long time. Uh, uh, I want to say 22 years, maybe. It was uh, maybe the third year that I was teaching. Uh, I started partnering with Creighton, with Mr. Lahiri in U.S. history. And, and we've taught U.S. history. We've taught the old humanities block. We've taught the world cultures block to sophomores, the, the AP U.S. history block to juniors. Um, and in terms of how that, that I, I think those sorts of partnerships uh, grow organically. And uh, as you know, Mr. Lowry is just a, he's just a great guy. I think personality-wise, yeah. you'd want to just hang out with him anyway. Mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, um, he brings an intensity of his own and a, a, you know, a similar um interest in learning and it's just uh you know the more we got to know one another it we just grew comfortable with working with one another and so we were just completely um uh, i think we both feel comfortable sharing anything that comes to mind whether it's about students or about what we're doing or critique of one another's teaching we feel comfortable asking one another for feedback like i can just say man that totally bombed today and what's and 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 mr laurie will give me some feedback like well maybe you know maybe maybe you could try this this next time uh and so it's that's uh, one of the joys of working here is having the opportunity to to team teach with 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 that's that's really cool i mean Gosh, you you answered my my questions phenomenally. I mean, you know, didn't take that long. So I'm just watching the fancy screen. It's yeah, like fa- a heart monitor there. I <laughs> a little beep 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 beep. Yeah. So thank you, thank you for coming out. Thanks for having me, Sam. I think this is my first time on the radio, um, and uh, the the I I didn't feel nervous. I, so thanks Try for trying to welcome me, you in. Thanks for making me feel comfortable and welcome. This is Sam Order from the Clubhouse. Back to the music.